Jasmine. Welcome back to the All That Jazz podcast. My name is Jasmine. You can call me Jazz or Jazzy. I'm going to be honest, nobody really calls me Jasmine except for like, yeah, like nobody calls me Jasmine. It's usually just Jazz and with one Z. I was just talking about this at dinner with my family. Something that bothers me is when people spell Jazz with two Zs even though that's how you spell jazz as in jazz music, I spell jazz referencing me and my mind, body, soul, spirit, uh, jazz with one Z. Anyways, hi, I hope you're doing well. Um, if this is your first episode, again, my name is Jazz. And on this podcast, we do whatever we want. The vibe is always late night sleepover chatting time, just hanging out with a friend and we just get to hang out together and be BFFs. Anyways, let's get started. I'm very excited about today's episode. I was struggling with what to talk about because um, if you didn't know, I just came back from New York. I was in New York for two and a half weeks uh, staying with my best friend Jules um, and it was the best trip ever. I went alone. It was very spontaneous. Anyways, moving on. Um, and I've been having some like withdrawals from this trip. Okay. Because when I was in New York, not only was I just like in the presence of New York city, but I was also in nature. It was fall vibes. It was happy times. I was cooking good food. We were doing fun things. Overall, I was thriving. Okay. And I come home and not to say that my house isn't a loving, fun household, but it's just not as exciting as like trees because I live in Arizona and we don't have shit. Okay. We just have dirt. So I've been a little bit, how do I put it lightly? Sad. Um, and I was like, Jasmine, you got to record a podcast episode. What are we going to talk about? And I was like, I have such a good idea. A light bulb went off in my head. and went like this. Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what happened inside of me. Um, and today, today we are going to do some reflecting about things that I learned in New York. Okay. And this is something that I always do when I go on a trip or something big happens. Okay. Um, it could be an experience. It could be a trip. It could be any big life event. Excuse me. I just had dinner. My mom made like curry chicken. It was incredible. You should have been there. Um, so in my um, super special diary, I always write down things that I learned because I am a big advocate for like you learn something from every situation, whether it be a good situation or a bad situation. You learn things through experiences. And if you don't experience anything, you don't learn anything. So I was like, this is going to be a great learning experience, even if the trip sucks. Anyways, moving on. So in my journal, when I was on my trip, I wrote down a ton of different things that I learned. Um, Some of them are hashtag personal and I won't be sharing, but some of them are just like random life fun facts that I've learned. And I think they would be extremely important to share with my um, super large gargantuous audience um, (laughs) that I have. Um, they're just kind of random. They're just kind of fun. We're just going to have a fun, vibing, fun, fun, funny, fun time. But we have to get the most important part of the podcast out of the way. We have to um, talk about our fun facts. And our fun fact today is that, are we ready? Dermal, please. It's okay. You don't have to. Times Square 
sorry, let me introduce that better. Fun fact, colon, Times Square is not a square. I didn't know this. Nobody told me. It is not a square and it's not really any sort of geometric shape. It's just like the middle of the street in New York where there's lots of people and lots of pedophiles and lots of old men who want to take your picture um, and lots of people not wearing masks and lots of people trying to sell you things um, that were definitely made in a small village um, overseas. Um, And I didn't like it. But the most important thing is that it's the most important thing is that you know that I warn the public that Times Square is not a square. If you're expecting a square, don't expect one because it's not going to be a square and you're not going to be able to wrap your head around what shape it is because I couldn't. I couldn't figure out the shape and I had to move past even thinking of it as a shape and it's just more of a concept. Anyways, um, yeah. Wait, I forgot to ask you how you're doing. Not that you can really respond. Well, actually... How are you doing? Take this time to talk to your computer and let me know how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh. All right. Well, thank you for sharing with me how you're doing. Um, I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a good day. Um, I hope you did something today that brought you joy. Um, today, I had a I had a pretty good day today. I've been doing this new thing where... Instead of uh, going on my walk in the morning, instead of going around the neighborhood, I've been going on just a flat out like big ass hike because I'm like hashtag nature, right? And I went on so, I'm a big walker, by the way, because it's a good form of exercise for Jasmine. It's chill. I can reflect. It doesn't trigger, you know, some of these issues I have with exercising. It's wonderful. Um... But I went on so many walks during like the thick of quarantine. I have never been so tired of my neighborhood. Oh my, I think I've memorized every single house and every single turn in my neighborhood. And I don't have like a pretty neighborhood, okay? I live in suburban Phoenix, Arizona, all right? This isn't like, you know, the villages of like, I don't know. Spokane, Washington. All right. This is just like cookie cutter mass produced houses one after the other. It's all brown. There's no grass. Everybody has rocks in their front yards. It's ugly and I can't wait to move. Oh my God. I've lived here my whole life and I just, I fucking hate it. Anyways. Um, so instead I've been going for just a hike because, um, I don't know, just felt like the right thing to do. But I went for my hike this morning and it was hashtag beautiful. And um, yeah, there was no point in telling you that. But I mean, that's just what happens on this podcast. I tell you lots of things that don't matter. Anyways, let's cut to the chase because I know we're all dying to know uh, Jasmine's insights on New York City. So if you hear like paper flipping and shit, it's just from my diary. (laughs) Um, okay, so the first thing that I learned um, is that New York is very loud. And I think we all knew this, but I think I just didn't expect how loud it would be. Like, there's just, there's no escaping from the loudness. All right. Like, in school, like when I was in high school, you know, if the hallways were loud, if the classroom was loud, if I was overwhelmed, you know, whatever was happening, <clears throat> the bathroom was always an escape. I've since learned that this was 
a unique situation to my high school, but my high school bathrooms were typically pretty quiet. Um, so it was just a good place to go, escape, cry, take a nap, call my mom, call my mom again, call her one more time because she probably didn't pick up, then leave her a voicemail. But in New York City, there's no bathroom for you to escape to. There are no bathrooms, period. We will get to that later. But there's no escape from the noise. There's always cars rushing by, people yelling, screaming, singing, um, you know, lots of sirens, people yelling, cars honking. There's always noise happening. And this is can be both a good and bad thing, but it's just something that I didn't expect and I wrote down. Um, yeah, I struggled with having places to escape this loudness, but here I am. I'm alive. The next thing I learned is that people in New York, specifically cashiers, people who work at the front counters of buildings, um, aren't super friendly. And I thought this was just a stereotype and I was hoping the stereotype wasn't true. But unfortunately, I'm here to admit that the stereotype is a little bit true, that people... Um, on the East Coast, or just at least in New York, um, aren't super friendly. You know, I'm not saying all of them. Um, not everyone is, you know, mean. But most of the workers that I interacted with um, whilst purchasing an item on this trip didn't seem to want much to do with my um, kind energy. Um, yeah. And okay, like my go-to when it comes to interacting with um, cashiers or something like that is I know that they probably don't like what they're doing. Like, well, maybe they do, but nothing really exciting happens with your when you're a cashier unless like a celebrity comes to like buy something from you. But I always like make it a point to go up to the counter and instead of waiting for them to be like, how are you? I always ask it first. And it always catches them off guard because nobody goes up to cashier and says like, hi, how are you doing today? So I always make sure to do that. And then usually I can flip them on, okay? Now all of a sudden, they're, I know that they're going to be super nice to me because I've caught them off guard. And they're like, wow, that was so kind. And I genuinely am worried about them and want to know how they're doing. <clears throat> so, and then when I leave... I always, instead of saying, have a good day, I always, my I want to copyright it, is I always say, have a wonderful day. And that, at least here in Phoenix, or in the airport, never ceases to make somebody smile, all right? You, you, you hit them with the, have a wonderful day, you've got them. You've locked them in the bag. You're doing great. But in New York, that didn't work. And it kind of really upset me because I just wanted to make somebody's day, but they didn't want to accept it. I don't know. I hope they're doing well. I don't know why that stereotype is the way it is. Maybe just people in New York in general aren't super nice. And so then the cashiers are just always angry because they're dealing with people who aren't super nice. So at everybody in New York, let's all just be a little bit more nice. Okay, moving on. Oh, this is a big one. <laughs> this is, this is, if you're going to take anything away from this podcast, it's this. You guys, we all need to start shredding our lettuce. 
I'm gonna repeat that. We need to shred our lettuce. You need to start shredding your lettuce. I need to start shredding my lettuce. Shredded lettuce in a salad, as opposed to like ripped up chunks of lettuce, game changer. Point blank, semicolon. It's the best. There is this restaurant that Jules and I discovered in New York. Um, it's called By Chloe, B-Y space Chloe. Um, there was one in Rockefeller Center and it's like an all plant-based, vegan, gluten-free restaurant. I have a lot of dietary restrictions, so it was hard to find a restaurant that I knew that I could eat at. We found this one and oh my fucking God. I, I've been dreaming about this salad for the last however many days I just I want it I would be willing to spend money to buy another plane ticket and go back to New York go through all the hassle and just get a salad and then hop right back on the plane and come all the way back home I like dead ass would be willing to do that like I'm not I'm not fucking around you guys this salad meant so much to me um it was but most of it had to do with the fact that this lettuce was like finely shredded And it just made for so much more of a welcoming experience. Um, None of the leftover ingredients on the salad, like none of the cauliflower, none of the tofu, none of it settled to the bottom. Okay? the, The shredded lettuce weaved itself in a way where it created a net for the rest of the beautiful ingredients on this salad. Now, if you just had chunks of lettuce... You're leaving gaps and gaping holes for the rest of the sprinkles on the salad to just fall right to the pits of doom and fall to the bottom of the bowl. And that's just not the salad experience that anybody wants. But by having shredded lettuce, again, you're weaving together the fibers of the lettuce leaf and creating a safety net to keep those sprinkles on top where they belong. Um, so hope you took note of that. Hope you wrote that down. Um, it's important. Okay. The next thing that I circled here, um, is kind of something that I want to dig a little bit deeper into. What I wrote is that New York isn't as glamorous as people make it out to be. And this is not to like shit on New York. This is to shit on everybody who's ever posted anything about New York ever. (laughs) Because I had never been to New York. Okay. And, you know, I'm a big musical theater kid, all right? I want to be on Broadway. Like, that would be the coolest thing ever. I, you know, grew up watching the Today Show. Like, New York has just, like, always been the dream for me to, like, you know, live in New York, to be in New York, to go to New York, whatever it is. Like, New York. Like, I just have always just really wanted to go to New York my whole life. And I finally got to go. And not to say that I, like had my expectations set really high because, I mean, I've been to big cities. I've been to, you know, Chicago and, you know, just downtowns around America. And I know it's not like, you know, there's going to be trash. There's going to be litter. There's going to be, you know, nothing's like super sparkly and clean. Like, that's not what I was expecting. But it really, how do I phrase this? I guess like, you know, people always say, you know, we put the best of ourselves on Instagram and, you know, we only put like the good things and whatever, but I never really thought about that sort of concept in terms of like a city or a location. Like when we would be around the city and I'd see like a, 
a spot that was like I had seen on Instagram or I had seen on Pinterest. It was like this shining gold spot in the city compared to everything else. That didn't make sense. Hopefully, maybe somebody got me. But it was just not only are people sharing these like unrealistic expectations of what like they look like, but also what their surroundings look like. Do you know what I mean? Or like on the Today Show, like Rockefeller Center, holy shit, loved that. Super cool, super fun, funky, fresh. It was beautiful. It was gleaming. The stores around there are so bougie and so pretty. And then you walk like one street over and there's like, you know, a lot of trash and like a lot of homeless people. And not to say that homeless, I'm not saying homeless people are bad. I'm just, there was just a, a, a contrast well, homeless people are bad because they need a home. Okay, we're not going to get into it. You know what I mean. But I think, you know, all I had seen were all these, like, really, again, glamorous, edited parts of New York. And I had never really seen, like, the in-between parts. And it was just interesting to see the in-between and know that, hey, this is a normal place. Like, this isn't, like, always Disneyland. Like, it's just, it's a, yes, it's a big crazy city but it's also still just kind of a city you know what I mean it works and functions just like any other big city would again not to say that New York isn't magical because it is but it's not all Disneyland and all sparkles and all this and that it sounds like it wasn't like it was very magical I posted three different vlogs um from New York and all the things that I saw, I just like was dying over because I had seen them all over Pinterest and TV. And it was like so weird to feel like I was like stepping into my TV or stepping into my screen. It was surreal and crazy. And I cried a lot and it was amazing. But again, just kind of like walking from location to location or, you know, whatever we were going to do. And you see all the in-between parts of New York and you're like, hmm, so this is what they don't show you on TV. This is what they don't show you on, you know, social media. I don't know. Anyways. Oh, okay. This is another thing, random fact that I learned. Um, Wearing a mask while it's cold is a game changer because it keeps your face warm. It was incredible. I, again, I'm from Arizona, so I don't really experience like the cold. Um, And there were a lot of times in the city where it was getting pretty cold. And I was like very thankful to be wearing a mask because, okay, I know in a lot of cities right now, like if you're just walking around outside, you don't really need to be wearing a mask because there's not a lot of people around. But in New York, if you're outside, you're basically inside because there's always people around you. You're constantly walking by people like there's no like avoiding people. So Jules and I both wore a mask both when we were inside and outside. And when I was outside, I was really thankful for my mask because my face was cold. And if I hadn't have had my mask on, I would have been freezing. So if there's one good thing that can come out of 2020, it's that we can go into these winter months knowing that our masks are going to bring us good in terms of keeping our faces warm. Like we can be, I know nobody really loves wearing a mask. It's not like, oh, I can't wait to put my mask on. But when it gets colder, especially if you live in those snowy, chilly places, you might be thankful for your mask. Just saying. 
And then when masks aren't a thing, which is hopefully soon, um, we're going to be like, remember that year where we were all super warm because we wore masks? Like maybe it'll become a part of like winter attire is masks because we're all going to realize y'all are going to know what I'm talking about here soon. If you're living in like Minnesota, you're going to be like, damn, Jasmine was right. This mask really do be keeping me warm, though. I'm really sorry I just said that. Anyways, um, but that was something obviously super, super incredibly important that I learned um, that I just had to share with you. Yeah. Okay, I just flipped the page. This is from a new day where I had a new reflecting um, session. Um, and the very first thing uh, that I wrote down that I learned is that, uh, quote, rice checks parentheses, chocolate, close parentheses, is fucking incredible. Um, and I still stand by this statement 100%. I had never had chocolate checks before. Um, again, there are limited, uh, my snack options have always kind of been limited. Um, and Jules and I went to Target one day. Um, and I was like, I'm hungry. And we were in the cereal aisle and rice checks was the only like gluten-free simple ingredient food that like snack food or whatever that I could eat. And Jules was like, oh my God, well, we're, let's get chocolate checks. And I was like, uh, mm -hmm. chocolate? Did you say chocolate? She was like, yeah, chocolate checks. It's the best. No big deal. I was like, no big deal. This sounds incredible. Maybe I'm just like tripping. Maybe everybody in the United States has had chocolate checks before, but I, I had not. Okay. So bear with me. And we got home and we ripped open this box of chocolate checks and it was like eating heaven. It was like I was eating little like crunchy bits of hot chocolate. Oh my God. And the best part was that like I could eat it and there were no sacrifices being made. It wasn't like, you know, oh, well there's dairy in it or oh, there's, you know, gluten in it. Like it, there, like I could eat every single ingredient in this chocolate checks. And let's just say I'm going to put it on my Christmas list this year. So mom, if you're dad, if you're actually no, I tell my parents not to listen to my podcast. I don't know why. Well, I guess Lotus. Lotus, my sister Lotus, if you're listening, or actually any of my friends who would, um, well, you don't have to get me anything, but if you feel the need to get me anything for Christmas, I would really appreciate a box of chocolate checks. Chocolate rice checks. I don't know if there's a difference, but it has to be the rice checks. Anyways, um, and if you haven't tried it before, I... 20 million out of 10 would recommend. I also saw that they had other flavors. Again, maybe everyone knows this except for me, um, but I'm, I would love to try them all. Maybe I'll do a taste test one day. We can do an ASMR rice checks taste test together. Sounds like a blast, doesn't it? Um, okay. The next, Ooh, this is a good one. Again, probably something that everybody in America knows except for Jasmine, but beanies you guys, if you're not a beanie wearer, you need to give them a chance. I had never given beanies a chance before because I was like, oh, like why? Like my head's not that cold. Well, no shit because I live in the fucking Sahara Desert. All right. I live in Arizona and I never need a beanie, but I had purchased a beanie well, that's a whole, that's a lot. I'm going to tell the story anyways. I, okay, I work at Athleta 
and obviously I get a discount because I'm a hashtag employee and they were having this like super sale after winter last year and I ended up getting this like $40 beanie for like $5. Anyways, it's really cute. It's pink. It's amazing. And I was like, when am I going to wear this? Ha ha ha. I have no idea. And then I went to New York and I was like, it's finally time. I can whip out my $5 beanie, my bougie pink beanie, and I can like maybe be like a beanie girl. And it was cold in New York and I was cold. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glitching a little bit as per usual. Okay, basically I had gone for a walk one day and I was really cold. And so the next day I was like, Mm-mm-mm, I'm not going to be cold again because that wasn't fun. So I popped on my beanie and it made a world of difference. They're not kidding when they tell you a lot of heat escapes from your head. That shit kept me so warm. I could like dance in the street. It was it was incredible. I was so comfortable. My ears were so warm and cozy. I it was it was great. Again, I think everybody knows this except for me. But it was so exciting to me and so incredible uh, how warm this beanie had kept me that I made Jules drive me to Target and I bought another, I bought a black beanie so that I had both a pink one and a black one depending on what outfits I was wearing. I was that extra about it. Um, anyways, just if, just give beanies a chance if you haven't already and if you have why didn't you tell me sooner? Because they're incredible. And also, can I borrow one? Because I kind of want another one. Also, if anybody uh, adding to my Christmas list, a couple more beanies because I'm going to be moving to Oregon soon. I'm probably going to need more. So um, if somebody else took um, my idea of getting the rice checks for me for Christmas, um, instead, you can just get me like a really cheap beanie. That'd be awesome. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. We're going back to the bathrooms. There are no bathrooms in New York City. No bathrooms. If you've been to New York, you probably know. But where are the bathrooms? Where am I supposed to take a shit? Where am I supposed to piss myself? Where? Where? Okay, so it was extra hard because not only are there not a lot of public bathrooms in general um, in New York, and I get it. um, Just they don't want people crowding, you know, small businesses or um, you know, homeless people, you know, you improperly using the bathroom or, um, you know, things like, like I get it, but also where am I, where am I going to go to the bathroom? <laughs> because when, before we left for the city, uh, Jules mom was like, oh, worst case scenario, just usually start like Starbucks has open bathrooms, but with COVID all of Starbucks bathrooms were closed. So now not only were the bathrooms not available because of just New York, but then on top of that, any other open public bathroom was closed because of COVID, which also understandable. (sighs) Like the public bathroom, even like the really crummy public bathrooms at like parks were closed. Okay. And here's the thing with me. I have shitting problems, don't we all? All right. But if I've been walking around all day, it gets things moving and I'm, I've, I've got to, you know, take advantage of the opportunity. So there were a lot of times where the opportunity was, was arising. I was finally going to have a bowel movement, but there was no bathroom around. All right. And it wasn't until like an hour later that we would be in a restaurant or something and we would be a paying customer and we could use the bathroom and then, you know, 
But then it had been an hour, so I had already been like, you know, re-sucking back in the piece of shit. I am so sorry I just said that sentence, but you know what I'm talking about. That the piece of shit had reverted so much further back into my bowels that it wasn't, the opportunity was gone. It came and it went. And then I was just even more constipated. (sighs) Sorry, this is not an appropriate space to be venting. I... (sighs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to listen to that. Um, But again, I'm sure somebody out there can relate. Just know if you have problems shitting, I'm right there with you. Um, New York is probably not for you because if nature calls, there's not going to be a quick and easy access to a potty. I really need to podcast with somebody else. You guys, I just, having conversations with myself out loud, I can, I'm good at having conversations with myself in my head. Actually, that's a lie because the longer I have a conversation with myself in my head, just the sadder I get. But talking to myself out loud, well, I'm not really talking to myself. I'm talking to you guys, but you know what I mean? I can't keep track of my thoughts. I'm like rubbing my eyes. This is okay. Everybody, this is the this is the time in the podcast where we have to take a deep breath because Jasmine starts glitching. Five, four, three, two, one. Wow, I am rejuvenated. Next thing that I learned: thirty-seven degrees isn't that cold. Okay, so basically there were a couple nights where it got into the thirties, and I don't really experience the thirties here in Arizona. Lois, I really experience is like maybe the forties. And that's on like a really cold day. Like, whoa, it's going to be in the 40s today. Everybody bundle your ass up. Otherwise, you're going to freeze out there. But in New York, there was a day where it was like in the 30s. And I was like, oh my God, like it's 30 degrees, like outside, like, ah. And so it was, we made it this big deal of like, okay, Jasmine's going to go outside and like experience 30 degree weather. And I was expecting, obviously, to go outside and, like, immediately, like, frost over and become a piece of, you know, ice. Um, But that's not what happened. Um, So I'm here to tell you that it's not as cold as you think. Um, It's still cold, but it wasn't that cold. I think that would only happen if I was, you know, in, like, negative temperatures, Again, I think this is just a me problem, but just if you've ever wondered what 37 degrees is like, um, it's cold. Like you'll probably need a jacket. Um, and if you're going to go do something outside, um, you probably need a couple jackets, maybe some socks, maybe a beanie. Um, but if you're just going to step outside, uh, you'll be okay. Um, so I'm really glad I shared that with, um, you all. Okay. The last thing I want to share with you that I learned, or I guess I relearned because I knew it already, but it was reinforced, is that peppermint oil saves lives. Saves lives, okay? I religiously carry around a small bottle of peppermint oil with me um, because I have anxiety and I am really prone to feeling like stuffy or claustrophobic or nauseous, especially if I'm in the car. Like not necessarily like motion sickness, but like just kind of like, whoa, what is going on? I'm trapped in the car. I'm moving really fast. You know the feeling. Um, and let me tell you, you just take a little bit of peppermint oil, put that shit right underneath your nose. 
cures all your problems. Takes away, like, nausea, gone, all right? When I'm anxious, something that happens to me is, like, my throat feels really tight. Not like it's, like, closed off or anything like that, but just throat is tight. My, like, ab muscles, like, my core gets really tight and tense. And all of a sudden, when I, like, breathe in the peppermint oil, all my muscles relax. My throat isn't, like, tense. I can, like, breathe. I can swallow. I am relaxed. I feel open. I feel free. I feel one with mother nature and father nature if there is one and I just I feel so at peace and there were so many times where um, in New York I had to be in different modes of transportation uh, in an uber on a train in the car on the subway and in all those or even just like walking around the city but specifically in transportation where I know that I might be prone to feeling more anxious or you know nauseous or whatever, pop some peppermint oil in there, good to go. All my problems solved. So if you struggle with any of some of the things that I just mentioned, you got to try peppermint oil. You got, you just, you have to. I just put a little bit on my finger and I just put it again, right underneath my nose, just kind of around my nostrils. Not too much because it will burn a little bit. Not like it just gets like so cold and like pepperminty. Not like it's like burning your skin. But it's just, it's so fresh and it's so wonderful. It's so great. Peppermint oil is the best. And I swear by it. My sister swears by it. And maybe it's time that you start swearing by it. So those are all the things that I'm going to share with you about what I learned in New York City. I know they were super riveting and you probably already knew them all. Not the point. Um, but yeah, I, let's talk about this podcast for a second. I, like I said earlier, really want to have more guests on the show. I think, I think I'm just way more entertaining. I like myself better when I'm having conversations with people instead of myself. Um, I want to have my sister on the podcast. I want to have Jules on the podcast. Um, let me know, DM me on Instagram, address, if you have any, um, specific topic that you would like me to give my thoughts on, any advice you might need, love giving advice, love, um, sitting in the therapist chair for a hot second with people, um, or if there's anybody that you would want me to have as a guest on the podcast, um, or if you want to be on the podcast, I don't know. Just like, we're just having such such a good time. Um, and I love you. And I think, I, if I didn't say it, I, I think this is the end. This The end is near. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Again, like I always say, if you're listening to this while you're driving, I hope you drive safely. If you're listening to this while falling asleep, I hope you sleep so soundly. Um, and if you're just listening to this while doing mundane activities, I hope those activities um, went from mundane to awesome. That didn't make sense. I don't make sense. The world doesn't make sense. It's time. I've hit my limit. I love you. Um, don't forget to do all the things. You know how to do it. Maybe you don't. Anyways, okay, we're five, four, three, two, one. Thank you. Good night, Los Angeles. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>